0: Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. It's time to talk anniversaries once again and quite a milestone on the way for Guide Dogs Leamington School. To tell us a little bit more we have with us Sarah Miller. Hello Sarah. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us. Now tell me first of all a little bit about the school because this is the 75th anniversary of the first dogs being trained.
1: That's right. So the training school at Lemington was the first permanent home for guide dogs. So when they first started in the late 1930s they started in Liverpool in Cheshire but it came quite clear they needed to have their own site so that the hunt began and in 1940 they managed to purchase the training school here at Leamington. There was a great deal amount of work to be done, it was an old manor house. By the time they'd done all that work they were ready to start training of the first dogs in early in 1941.
0: So really they got things moving pretty quickly though.
1: They did. I think there was, I say, a lot of adaptions, but they had to build some temporary kennels so they could move dogs. I think it was quite difficult because it was during the war. So one of the reasons they had to leave their premises in Liverpool was because it was being commandeered for war work, so they had to move out. The interesting, I think, I read is that they thought they'd escaped much of the bombing only to arrive in Leamington just prior to the Coventry Blitz. So soon after arriving, they suddenly realised they were really quite in the thick of it here in Leamington. But I think things quietened down and they really began to get the dogs and start the training in 1941.
0: So despite all that was going on, you know, the the emphasis was there and the, the desire and the passion to get the dogs trained and, and get them all matched up. So when we're going back then, what kind of dogs were they using?
1: So they were all what we call today approval dogs, so they were donated dogs. So when we look back through some old photographs, we see pictures of primarily Collies, German Shepherds, but they were probably known as Alsatians at the time. There's Boxer Dogs, there's Malamutes, there's a whole range of different breeds that we see when we're looking at pictures. And I don't think the Labradors appeared until much later on in our history. But these were dogs that were donated by members of the public. They couldn't keep as pets anymore.
0: I can't imagine having a Malamute as a guide dog. <laughs>
1: I know it's incredible isn't it you know it's, it's quite a large dog and it's certainly not something that we would consider nowadays anyway Indeed. but so, I guess they, they took what dogs they could then.
0: Absolutely so I mean the dogs have changed over the years and you know I, I'm assuming that the, the training has obviously come on leaps yes. and bounds as well with the changes in people's lives.
1: Very definitely. So it became quite clear that if they could breed and rear our own dogs that we would improve our success rate. So the breeding programme actually started out of Lemington and was run out of here for a few years before moving to new premises just at the road at Tollgate House. And it was really when we started breeding our own dogs that things really started to change when we bred our own and we started puppy walking them and rearing them for that particular purpose. And I think that's what saw our success rate start to really improve and, and that's when times started to change.
0: Even now people stop and, and they look at guide dogs out there d- doing their work out with th- their owners or on the streets going about their business. It must have been even more so back then when the first dogs were hitting the streets.
1: I think very differently. I'm sure they were they were a sight to behold uh, and things have certainly changed. But again, the environment was a very much a, a different environment that the dogs were working in in those days. So there was hardly any cars on the road. It was much quieter. We didn't have all the problems with street furniture and busy road crossings that that we have to contend with today. So things really have changed for the dogs and for the uh, visually impaired people who work with them.
0: And the school as well, there'll be some huge changes there. Is, Is the original building still part of that?
1: Yes, but around about 60% of the building is the original building, so it's getting kind of quite old now and probably not quite so fit for purpose. Again, times have changed, so again, making it accessible is always really quite a a challenge for us. And again, we've just had to adapt and mould and and move with it, so it doesn't really lend itself particularly well for today, but but we, we do get by.
0: It must be a great place to work, though, with all the dogs round about you as
1: well. Definitely. and I think that's what, when people visit us, that's kind of what they comment on. As you walk past all the dogs in the offices, you know, it's a very kind of relaxed environment and they do bring quite a different feel to the place and they often make us smile and and get us through the day.
0: So have you decided how you're going to mark the anniversary?
1: We did have a celebration a couple of weeks ago, so we invited some local dignitaries but also some long-standing volunteers and guide dog owners. And we had an event where our CEO, Richard Lehman, came along and spoke to staff and our local MP, Chris White, spoke. And then in the afternoon, we gave the visitors a bit of an experience. So they did some blindfold walks with a guide dog and and got to use a kind of a long cane. And we we showed them around a kennel. So we had a bit of a celebration with a a mixed group of, of people, really, which was enjoyed by all.
0: So you've had the celebrations, but a big year, all in all anyway, with the anniversary.
1: Yes, it is. In the summer, we had a very large open day. So again, we opened our doors to the people of Lemington and visitors. And we had a few thousand visitors come through and have a look around and join us for what was a fantastic day back in the summer.
0: Fantastic. Sarah, just finally then, if people would like to learn more about guide dogs, uh, where can you go about doing that?
1: Okay, so they can go and have a look on our website at www.guidedogs.org.uk. So they can go and have a look on there and they'll find all sorts of information and contact numbers so they can find out about volunteering and fundraising and some of the work that we do.
0: Well, Sarah, congratulations again on the anniversary, the first dogs going into training and hitting the streets and many more through the doors, no doubt, in the future. Thank you for joining us on RNIB Connect Radio. Thank you very much.